Thanks for tuning in to the High School at 12 Stone Church ministry podcast. Let this message be a source of truth and encouragement. Let's lean into this week's message. How we doing, family? We are fired up. I am fired up about, a, about the series uh, this week. Um, and, and for the rest of, of the few weeks that we're going to be together, uh, the series is called Top of the Charts. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be unreal. It's, it's all about uh, music. Anybody love music in here? Come on. <clears throat> we're going to be, we're going to be tapping, we're going to be tapping into some, some music. And uh, one of the things about music is that music, it carries a message, Right? Music carries messages, and, and I find this interesting because in our, in our world, like, we are surrounded by music. You know what I'm saying? Like, we are surrounded by music, and what I, what I mean by that is, like, how many of you listen to music when you wake up in the mornings? Make some noise. Yeah. How many of you listen to music when you're riding to school? There we go. <clears throat> How many of you listen to music while you're at school? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Can I get a little bit more volume in the, yeah. Um, how many of you listen to music on your way home from school? <laughs> Y'all know where I'm going with this, right? How many of you listen to music before you play sports or before it's like a big game? Yeah, come on. That's right. It gets you like, it gets you like pumped up. Like, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> How many of you listen to music when you're in your room at night? What? Okay, here's a, here's a good one. And I know some of you in here do it. How many of you listen to music while you're falling asleep? Look at that. Almost every hand raised in the room. That's insane. The shower? How many of you listen to the shower? Yeah. <laughs> JT. You know, y'all act like Justin Bieber and stuff in the shower, don't you? All the fellas. Not Justin Bieber? Okay, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> My, my point is, is that we listen to music so much. And for me, like in my life, I listen to music constantly. I, I listen to music on my way to work. I listen to music when I get in my office. I listen to music when I'm doing sermon prep. I listen to music on my way home. I listen to music like when I'm getting ready to either play, like not anymore, I don't play, I don't play sports anymore, but pick up basketball or whatever. Like music's my thing. When I'm going on a run, like I always listen to music, even before the run, I gotta get me some tunes in, I gotta get pumped, like let's go. Um, because I know I'm gonna be like half dead after I run. And so, um, and then we listen to, my family and I, we listen to music, like when we're just chilling at the house. My kids. It's like the itsy bitsy spider, you know what I mean? Like, I'm learning all these new songs, y'all. It's, it's pretty awesome. Um, but like, even, our, even my kids are listening to music. Music is such a part of our culture. 
It's crazy. It's crazy. And so I know that we love music. And what's cool about music is that it like crosses, it crosses boundaries. Like it, it's in different countries. It's in, it's in different, it's in, it's all around the world. And what's, what's cool is that everyone has their own style of music. Like, and there's so many. And, and music speaks to us. Music is a big part of our lives. The global music industry, this is pretty interesting. The global music industry actually pulled in $16.1 billion in 2016. That's insane. <clears throat> and if you think of like the streaming services that we use, like Apple Music, how many Apple Music fans in the house? Yeah. How many Spotify users in the house? <clears throat> cool. You guys are a part of the 106.3 million subscribers to Spotify. Uh, and, and the reality of it is, is that when it comes to music, we spend a lot of time listening to music. We spend a lot of time because we love our music. So week one, we're just going to open it up right now, okay? Week one, we're going to dive in. And the song for this week, the song for this week is called Something Just Like This by Coldplay and the Chain Smokers. So let's uh, take a listen and maybe we can sing along a little bit. Go ahead. Y'all can have a little dance party if you want. I've been reading books of old, the legends and the myths, Achilles and his gold, Achilles and his gifts, Spider-Man's control. Sing it out, Batman you got it. Fist. And clearly I don't see myself upon that list. But she said, where'd you wanna go? How much you wanna risk? I'm not looking for somebody with some superhuman gifts, some superhero, some fairy tale bliss, just something I can turn to, somebody I can kiss. I want something just like this. Do -do -do. a good song <clears throat> how many of you that's on like the playlist you, you like it yeah it's a good song it's a good song in fact <clears throat> this song was number two on the billboards top 100 charts for the week of, for, for a week in May which is pretty incredible um, and and this songs I mean this is this song has been heard across the world it's a it's a big deal but there's a message in this song that I want to talk to you about tonight because I think it holds one of the questions in life that we've all asked ourselves, that we all struggle with, that we all want answered to be completely honest with you. This song has a message 
and it comes in the form of a question. It, it raises a question uh, for us tonight. And the question is this, who am I? Who am I? Has anybody in the room ever asked yourself, who am I? Yes. Who am I? Some of you have wrestled and you're wrestling with that question right now as we hold this conversation. Who am I? Who am I? Some of you are asking this question about yourself. And there's some lyrics in this song that I, I want to throw up on the screen. And they read this right here. And clearly I don't see myself upon that list. What's happening in this song, the singer, he sees, he sees all these superheroes, right? He sees all these superheroes and he sees all these things that people can do. And then he says these words, he says, and clearly I don't see myself up on that list. In other words, that's not me. That's not me. I don't measure up to these people on that list. I, that, that's, that's not me. I don't identify with these people. So it begs the question, who am I? Who am I? What am I here for? Who, who, who am I supposed to be in this world? And I think we've all felt that pressure at some point in our lives. We've asked ourselves the question, who am I? And I would be, I would bet I would be willing to bet that every one of us had had a moment, has had a moment where we've seen a movie or we've been somewhere and seen somebody and thought, man, I want, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. Anybody ever, ever said that? I want to be like that. Anybody ever scroll through Instagram and say, man, I want to be like that? <laughs> Fellas, I bet every one of you said, I want to be like that. Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, August 29th. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to be like that. Or maybe, or maybe you were flipping through somewhere, you seen somebody, and you were saying, man, I want to look like that. I want to look like that. And so we wrestle with this question in our lives. And we feel this pressure to figure out the answer to this question, who am I? And some of us, have, have, we're, we're chasing somebody else. Like we're trying to be somebody else rather than who we were created to actually be. You know why I say that? Because I know it's true for me. I've chased to be other things, to be other people, rather than actually who I am and who I was created to be. And, and this, is, this is a difficult road to actually go down. 
because we are searching for the answer to this question, who am I? And we're trying to find it. And what culture actually does is they try to answer this question, but they answer this question and it's actually they're sidestepping the question, who am I? And they're not giving us the answer. You know what culture says to the question, who am I? Just be yourself. Have you ever heard that? Just be yourself. Hey, just be you. Just be yourself. It's all good. Hey, you know, first date, <laughs> you're hanging out with your friends or your mom or dad. Last advice, hey, just be yourself. Just be yourself. When you, when you go to a job interview, what do they say? Oh, just be yourself. Be yourself. That's good. <laughs> Actually, your parents are like, don't be yourself, okay? Don't do that. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying. Culture, culture just says, hey, just be yourself. It's good. You're good. But the reality of it is, is that's not the answer to the question, who am I? You're telling me to be myself, yet I don't know who I am. I don't have a clue. And I'm trying to figure this thing out. And so culture says, oh, just be yourself, but that's a sidestep to the question, who am I? You know what's crazy? Is that when you're in high school, these four years are, are, are the most formative years in your entire life, I think. I really believe that with everything in me. That, that high school, they are formative years in your life. And the questions that you're asking, they're important. And they need to be answered. And they need to be answered correctly. Because I found out who I was in high school. And it changed my life forever. I finally stopped chasing who I thought I wanted to be. And rather... I started chasing who God called me to be and who God actually said I am. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna answer this question, who am I, tonight. And I wanna direct you like I was directed. And I really believe that some of you in here, this could be a life-altering night for you just for the sake of like, we're directing you to something that actually created you rather than tries to speak into your life and actually has no design in your life. They did nothing for you. You were just born into culture, right? And so... Our conversation is going to exist around this thought tonight. You ready? This is where we're going. My design is found in my designer. My design is found in my designer. If we're going to ask the question in week one of Top of the Charts, who am I? Then we have to go to the source of where we come from. Because every one of us in this room, you are not here by mistake. If anyone has told you different, they are wrong. 100% wrong. You are not here by mistake. There is a God up in heaven tonight who specifically created each and every one of you sitting in this room 
You are no mistake. And I want to be very clear in that. Because many of you have either been told that or you think that or you haven't found your purpose and you think, what am I doing here? Who am I? But I'm gonna tell you something. You have a designer and you've been designed for something. So I'm gonna just ask you in these next few moments to throw out any doubt that you have that, that maybe, maybe that, that lurks, that, that leaks into your life. Of that, man, I'm, I'm a mistake. I'm not, I'm not here for any reason. My parents didn't even, they didn't even plan to have me. I'm adopted. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. No, 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 no. No, you were created. You were here on purpose. You were designed for a purpose. You are no mistake. And if no one's ever tell, if no one's ever told you that, I'm gonna apologize and say I'm sorry. But let me be the first one to tell you that you were you were made, you were fearfully and wonderfully made. You were designed specifically just the God, He, he designed you just the way that He wanted you to be. No mistakes. No mistakes. And so that's, that's, the, that's the mindset that I want us to attack tonight with. Let's just go ahead and defeat Satan right now. Get the doubts out of our mind. And I'm taking a minute on this because I know that some of you are like, yeah, right, dude, whatever. No, 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 just give God a shot. Just give him a shot tonight. In fact, let me, let me pray for us real quick. I just feel it. Father, we love you. And God, I just pray that, that the students in this room would know that, they, that, that you are our designer, that you designed us specifically, each and every individual in this room. They're no mistake. You created them. God, you made them. And I, I pray that no matter their past, they would know that they have a Father in heaven who absolutely loves him with everything that he has. God, we love you, and we ask that you go before us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's grab our Bibles and turn to Psalms 139. It's page 621. 621. If you want to use your phone, go for it. Just be respectful. I'm not on Instagram. I'm up here. I am, though, though. <laughs> Shout out. Follow me. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Book of Psalms, 139. 139. 139. Chapter 139, page 621. The guy who wrote the Book of Psalms is named David. And this, was a, this is a key passage of Scripture for me as I try to figure out this question, who am I? And I think that it will be very helpful to you. I wanna, I wanna give you a glimpse of what David discovers about himself in verse one. Let's read it, one through four. It says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you, 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 per, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. 
you are familiar with all my ways. Before a word was on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. Isn't that crazy? It's a crazy thought, right? I love this passage of scripture in Psalms. It's just the first four verses. This, 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 this 139 chapter is so rich. It is so rich. And we're gonna hit a couple of highlights tonight, but, and this is the first one, but I love this. And I just, I wanna kind of sit in the Psalms. It's, 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 it's a book of the Bible where David, he's, a, he's an unbelievable writer, and, and what he says can just kind of resonate with us. These are songs, these are prayers, these, these are things that, that, that David, are, he's crying out to God. You, you've searched me, Lord. You, you know me. You know me. God, God knows you. He searched you. It says, he says, you know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You're familiar with all of my ways. Translate that to yourself. There's a God who searched you, who knows you, who's familiar with you, this designer, this creator of yours. Like he knows you. He knows the things about you that no one else knows. He even knows your thoughts before you even think them. That's some, that's some powerful stuff. And, and with that, we have to understand that who designed us can only tell you, can tell us what we were designed to do to be, right? But yet what happens is that culture has a, say, has a way of saying, hey, this is the best way to actually live. This is the best way to do what you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the best way to do what you want to be, but yet oftentimes it's the exact opposite of what God created us to be. Rather, it's what we want to be. And yet what happens in this life is that we try to, to fill this question, who am I, with these things that it's more so like who I want to be. And so we continue to fill our lives with, with things that leave us empty. Anybody ever done something or wanted to be like somebody and then at the end of the day, you just had a moment, you're like, yo, this is not me. Like, can we just all be honest? <laughs> yeah whether it's a haircut, whether it's how you dress, whether like, it's like, you're just like, you try to sing one time and you're like, okay, that's not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all these, I mean, that's kind of funny, but like in the, the scheme of things, like there is, there's a reality to it of like we chase things, but we have no idea who we are. And we're just, in a sense, chasing blindly of who we want to be. And so here's the deal. I want to stop and say this because if we're talking about a father in heaven, what happens is that some of you tune this whole idea out. Like you totally, you're like, I'm, I'm out. Like when you say father, like, bro, I'm out. Like you have no idea. 
Because this perception of father has come from your actually, actual earthly father. And so this whole idea of there's a father in heaven who made you, who created you, who's crazy about you, who loves you, you're like, no way. I don't, I don't believe that. For some of you, when I, when I say father, you think of a close, caring relationship. Others of you, when I, when I say father, you're, you, you think about a, a dad who was physically present, but emotionally, spiritually absent. For some of you, you think about a dad who left you and your mom when you were a kid. That's the father in the picture that you think of. But I want to be very clear when we're talking about our father in heaven. Our father in heaven. Because I'm going to tell you something. I had a dad who was spiritually, emotionally absent. He's physically here, but he was, he was spiritually and emotionally absent. I don't think... I've never had, I've, I've, I've wanted a sit-down conversation with my father about Jesus. I wanted him to, to sit down and pray with me, but I never had that. And so I, I had a hard time with this idea that there was a father in heaven who loved me, who cared about me, who knew me. And so here's what, here's what I want you to know. God is the perfection of your father, not the reflection of your father. God is the perfection of whatever you define as father. He's not the reflection of that. So we need to, I just want to get that straight. Because many of us, we, we, we put up walls, right? We put up walls. And David goes on, and he continues to say in, in verse 13, if you flip over, he says, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. Your works are wonderful. And I know that, I know that full well. We talked about this a little bit, but God knit you in your mother's womb. You are no mistake. David breaks out here in worship, man. He just worshiping, and it's, it's unbelievable. I want to share you, I want to share with you a quote from a book that I read in college. It's called Mere Christianity. And, and there's a guy who wrote it named C.S. Lewis. Lewis. He's one of the most wisest men <laughs> probably on the planet. Um, and so uh, he, he says this, and, and it's, this book is just an intellectual argument uh, for, the, for the existence of God. And, and this is the quote. He says, the more we let God take us over, the more truly ourselves we become. Because he made us, he invented us, he invented all the different people that you and I were intended to be. It is when I turn to Christ, when I give up myself to his personality, that I first begin to have a real personality of my own. 
That's some powerful stuff. When I give up my self to his personality, that's whenever I give, when I have a personality of my own. I wanna give us a challenge tonight and I wanna direct us when we're answering this question, who am I? Psalms 139 is so powerful, and I want us to check out verse 23 real quick. It says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offenses, see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. So the rest of our time, I wanna talk about four ways that we can pray uh, to, and grow into who God has made us to be. And we're gonna go through these quick. The first one is this. These are four prayers. The first one is this. Search me, God. These are no small prayers either. You guys are high school. You can handle it. Search me, oh God. Here's what David, the writer, is saying. We all have blind spots. We all have blind spots in, in our lives. And these are, these are things that we can't see. And so we have to ask God to search us. We have to ask God to search us. This is, this is, the, this is a posture of your heart. When you go before God and you ask him to search you, he already knows you, but this is you opening up to him and saying, God, do a work in me. God, show me what I'm not seeing. Search me. Hey, what, what, am I, what am I like? To kind of rephrase this. What, what, what do I do? What, what, what do I, what do you know about me? Maybe ask a friend this. What do you know about me that, that I don't know? What do you know about me that I don't know? These are some tough questions, so be ready to receive the answers with grace, not a swift kick in the head, you know what I mean? So just be ready to receive maybe some things that your friends are seeing that you're blind to. Pray, search me, oh God. The second is David prays something dangerous, more dangerous than search me. He prays, test me. God, test me. Know my anxious thoughts. In other words, God, put me to the test. Expand my capacity. You know what? This generation, there's a huge lie that says hard work, hard things are bad. That hard things are bad. But the reality is that some of the most hardest things are the best things in life. Many of you in here are you're earning college credits, credits through dual enrollment, dual enrollment for uh, AP classes, right? Come on. That's hard work. That's hard work. Some of you are hitting the gym and you're trying to grow your athletic ability. You're trying to work hard. Some of you in here are trying to, trying to build meaningful, healthy relationships and have honest accountability. Those things are not easy. 
having boundaries in your relationship, boyfriend or girlfriend, those things are not easy, but they're worth it. But yet I think this generation often strays from this idea of hard work or hard things are bad. So we dismiss hard things. But I want you guys in this room to be students who, who run towards hard things. I want you to be students who pray, you pray this prayer, God, test me. Expand my capacity. Challenge me. And I promise you, he will open up things for you in your life. But the reality is, is that we have to respond with peace. We have to respond with peace. Force me, God, to find peace in the hard, in the difficult God is looking for people to say, here, here I am, send me. And I believe that there's students in this room who, who want to be sent. So we have search me, test me, the next one. See if there's any offensive way in me, and this prayer is see me. See me. So that this, this raises the question, do you, do, you know that, do you know if there's sin in your life? For some of you in here, you're, you're newer to the faith and, and you've kind of you're figuring out what, what actually following God means and, and kind of the, the, what does this mean? Am I doing things that I, I did before I accepted Jesus that are, that are sin and, and that sort of thing? Some of you are convicted in that and you know that they are sin, but others of you, need to see that they are sin. When you, when you accept Jesus and you receive Jesus, you, you get the gift of the Holy Spirit. Some of, some of us just need to, to come to terms with that. And we need to realize that this conviction in your life and you know like you're, what you're doing is wrong. And we, we, we gotta get right with God. We gotta do business with God. For, for those of you who are fo following Jesus and you've been following him and your, your, your relationship is, is, is not very new, this is, this, is a, this is a big one because I think we're oftentimes blinded or, or, we, or we, we just dismiss what we do wrong because we're doing other things right. That's not how it works. So let's, let's pray that prayer, see me. The last one is this, it's simple, it's lead me, lead me. David pray, prays this. He says, lead me in the way of everlasting. My future is in the Father's hands. So, the, so to close out tonight, let me ask you a few questions. Who do you need to ask about your blind spots? Who do you need to ask about your blind spots? And what do you need to pray? You need to pray, search me, test me, see me, or lead me.